Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to Chumba ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You're listening to Underground USA. Welcome back to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. Be sure to check out everything we do at undergroundusa.com. Sign up for the new mail-out. It comes directly to your email inbox and is available 24-7-365 at undergroundusa.com. Here's this morning's segment on the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce as broadcast on the Salem and Genesis Communications Networks to over 2 million people each and every night across the world. Joining us right now, our good friend from UndergroundUSA.com, Mr. Frank Salvato. And good morning, Mr. Frank. Mr. Captain. Well, Frank, uh, little Mr. Alejandro Mayorkas has been has been tippy-toeing around between the Senate and the House this week. And uh, he's been getting asked a lot of questions. And he's had that deer-in-the-headlight uh, look uh, several times. But either he's a really good liar or he really believes what he's saying, one or the other. I don't know which yet. Maybe a little bit of both. You know, okay. when someone can when someone can say with a straight face that the biggest threat is is domestic terrorism still that tired, tired line that even the left now is trying to walk away from as the midterm elections are coming, especially with what's happening at the border and with Title forty two. Yep. Uh, he's either a devoted foot soldier of the radical left, of the propagandist left, or he's a moron. And, you know, again, could be a a both. Yeah, and you could be absolutely right. But I I sat there and I watched him. I'm thinking to myself, you know, you're a darn good actor because you're putting on an act. But then again, do you actually believe some of the stuff you're saying? The people who are in in the heads of these departments and agencies who are trying to move this narrative forward, they do exist in a bubble. The people around them, the underlings around them, they are just dyed-in-the-wool zealots. They believe it. They want it to be true. They they live in a a quasi-state of of full illusion. Mm Mm-hmm. If that's all he's hearing, if that's all they're feeding him with information, even someone who may have some questions about it may have to fall for the narrative. So, once again, you know, we talk about this all the time. If you really want change to come to Washington, you got to get rid of the uh, of the underlings as well when you change everything. Correct. Because if you don't purge, if you don't purge the ideologues, 
there is no change. And see, that was what Donald Trump did wrong. Every other president that's gone into office, going right back to Barack Obama, the first thing they did is they went about two rows deep in all those departments and demanded the resignation of all the people. No, that's a malady of the right. Think about going back to when George W. Bush came into office. We try always to reach across the aisle to make sure that, you know, we're not bad people. We want to be inclusive. You keep saying inclusive, inclusive, inclusive. So, okay, we'll we'll be inclusive. We'll leave some of your people in place. We'll try to find the best among you to keep you in here so we have a diverse government that's inclusive. The left never does that. No. They come in and there is a bloodletting. <laughs> they get rid of people, like you said, two and three tiers down. Mm-hmm. And Republicans repeatedly and stupidly don't do that. So what are we doing now? We're going, you know, going back all the way to before the Clinton era. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're stuck with a lot of people who shouldn't be there because of their ideology, because we didn't do the bloodletting. Politics is a blood sport. Yeah, certainly is these yeah, days. How, mm-hmm. Yeah, how, how many times, and I, I think the listeners are starting to get sick of me saying it, but the first thing Trump should have done after the inauguration was fire a bunch of people. You bet. You know, yeah. and, and that's why we get stuck with the the hierarchy and, and the quasi-executive upper levels in all of these departments and agencies running interference for Democrats during Republican administrations. When the Democrats come to power, it's supercharged and reinforced and remanned, and it goes deeper and deeper and deeper. That's why we are where we are. Alrighty, we're going to go to break. And when we come back from break, more with Frank Salvato from the UndergroundUSA.com website. Go to the website, UndergroundUSA.com, and not only check out the articles he writes there, because he writes some great articles, but also check out his podcast that's over there and sign up for it and get all the daily uh, sit rep information that he has, too. All right, I'll be right back. Don't go nowhere. This is Kyle Warren, the professor... There's more of the Captain's America Third Watch coming up right after this short break. Stay right there. American Express, investigated by the U.S. government, caught processing a Soviet-era politician's dirty money, paid hundreds of millions in fines for deceiving customers. Rather than clean up their act, American Express has gone woke. Employees say people are promoted and told to offer lower premiums based on race. Amex administered critical race theory training that told employees capitalism is racist. American Express, serve your customers, not woke politicians. Visit unamericanexpress.com. This message was paid for by Consumers Research, a 501c3 educational advocacy group. To learn more, log on to consumersresearch.org. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. This is Frank Salvato from Underground USA, and you're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce. Heard by over 2 million people coast to coast and around the world every night. Captain, let's do it. Okay, we're going to do it, and it's amazing to me. How they get customers from the Panhandle, South Georgia, all over Florida, Tampa Bay, and beyond. Moss Nissan's who I'm talking about. Yep. And all their dealerships, Moss Family Automotive. Find them online at mossnissan.com. That's M-A-U-S, Nissan.com. Back to Frank Silvato, UndergroundUSA.com. And Frank, thank you very much for being a long-time 
contributor to the show. We talked about that, but uh, you've been with me since the very beginning. Yeah, well, yeah, we're getting there. We're working on uh, the end of, I guess, 21 years. Yes, so sir. A, yes, a sir. Long, that's a, a pensionable career in the fire service. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is. And uh, I had uh, a total of 30 because when I got retired, I, I had a lot of extra accrued time and whatnot. It added up to 30. So when I got retired, I got retired fairly decent. Thank God for what happened to me. Now, listen, um, <laughs> the president or the uh, sometimes president or whatever the hell he is, uh, <laughs> he he is going for broke with a student loan forgiveness program, and he wants to bump this thing up now to $50,000, and uh, some people want it to be totally forgiven and this, that, and the other. But I think you got a better idea than that. What is it? First of all, I, there shouldn't be any loan forgiveness for anything. It's a, it's a socialist idea, and it's a, it's a political bribe to the left because they've achieved nothing in, in the time he's been in office. Mm-hmm. So they're saber rattling about this to try and keep their their core base together because the very far left is disillusioned with Joe Biden and his administration because they haven't delivered on all the radical stuff. But if you were to forgive any kind of loan, it should be the education sector where where they're only forgiving people who are going to the public traditional schools and yep. and and major good things like left-handed, blind, African-American women's lesbian studies. Mm-hmm. They should be forgiving uh, home loans. If you are forced to forgive a loan on something, forgive the home loans mm-hmm. so that people can own their houses. <laughs> That would be the loan that I would forgive. It would do more for the economy. Mm-hmm. It would do more for because you people would automatically have. It would be like a super tax cut, more income to spend and everything else. But the people who are getting useless degrees at universities were just indoctrinating. Absolutely not. Let Pay me, it back. Let me interject and qualify your home loan with this. Uh, how about disabled? Injured on the job or injured firefighters, police officers, EMS, and military. How about that? How about this? Any, anybody who is on disability through for as a first responder, and I would throw in anybody, they should stop collecting property taxes for people over 65 who are in a certain age or uh, income range. Right. Right, I agree. You know, you've, already, you've, already, you've already bought your land. If you're a homeowner, you've already bought your land. Mm-hmm. Stop taxing people every year on it. That's ridiculous. Well, I think it's a great idea. I think it would spur the economy because uh, the folks that uh, don't have a lot would have a little bit more to spend. They get a little bit more money back in the economy. Um, people would have an opportunity to do a little bit better later in life, and their quality of life would go up. And I think it makes perfect sense. But that's just me. We could talk of, about this subject for a month of Sundays, mm-hmm. but the tax system in the United States is absurd. Mm-hmm. We are we are a consumer nation, and yet they they tax on the opposite side of what our what our strength is. They tax us on our income. That makes all taxes subject to the pain of inflation, which everyone is experiencing right now. Mm-hmm. So the whole tax code needs to be thrown out. We have a spendthrift federal government that doesn't know how to spend within their means. Everybody's screaming about inflation, including people from the Obama administration, I might add. And the administration just wants more money to spend and more money to spend and more money to spend. They don't know how not to spend. 
which means they need to come up with new ways to tax. And, and the taxes they come up with are ridiculous. So I, the only way to give relief to the American people is to scrap the entire tax system and restructure it so that it's controlled. Mm-hmm. Get away from income. I don't, you know, a lot of people in Europe will say be careful of the value-added tax, mm-hmm. be careful of the consumption tax, but we've got to do something about the tax system in this country because it is broken, it is uh, unfairly applied, or to use a, a leftist phrase, it is inequitable. Mm-hmm. It, it, something's got to be done. And, and mm-hmm. when you could put a lien on somebody's property that they've bought, they've bought, it's their property. When taxes could cause them to lose and have liens put on the property that they own, you obliterate the idea of being a landowner in the United States, which is a basic premise mm-hmm. for what we, what our country was started on. Yep. All right, let's go to the phone lines, and uh, I believe I know who this is. Is this Eric in East Tennessee? Uh, this is Jerry in East Tennessee. No, good morning, sir. Jay yeah. in East Tennessee. By the yeah. way, did you see our governor, our great governor, Ron DeSantis, last night on TV? No, I'm Unfortunately not, but I but I've been following uh, the print version of what's been going he on. He did Florida. nothing. He did nothing but hit four Grand Slam home runs, one in a row. That's why he's a target of uh, uh, isolation and uh, separation and destruction by the left. Ain't going to work uh, down here. They can right. all go to hell and, and land there in the basket and stay there. We are <laughs> yeah, not. Right, we are right. not going to let them to take him out. No. 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 Yeah, Roger. That understood. Real quick. Uh, I appreciate the time and good morning, Frank. Um, you guys were talking in the first segment with uh, Frank regarding uh, domestic terrorism and, and uh, may work this and stuff. Uh, people should realize, I'm sure you guys will also when I bring this up, this all started back during the Obama administration with Janet Napolitano isolating and freezing people like the Tea Party, white supremacist organizations, white nationalism, people who fly the Gadsden flag, veterans returning from overseas deployments, etc., yep. were isolated or attempted to be isolated as these uh, domestic, you know, burgeoning domestic terrorism. And if people look, you know, uh, God bless President Trump for all his faults and successes. He's interrupted the program, in my opinion. Another example of him interrupting the program as far as them getting to him to get to, quote-unquote, us. Okay, I think that that's, we're in very dangerous territory, particularly when you're, you have the Elon Musk situation, purchasing Twitter, and everybody's coming out, at, you know, the left is coming out against him. I think that's a red herring, in my opinion. Why would he jeopardize his billions of dollars in contracts with the federal government and the European Union, everybody just got to ask, needs to look at SpaceX. He's delivering astronauts and, and resupplies to the International Space Station. Who else is going to do it with the capability? The only other people that can do that is the Russian Federation. Yep. So I, I think it's I think it's my opinion now. That, this is how I'm looking at it. So what does that have to do? you got the Declaration of the Future of the Internet statement coming out from the White House yesterday. I think people need to look at that. Okay. Thanks for time, sir. I appreciate it. Simplify. Thank you. Okay, that's Eric, and we appreciate his uh, comment. Frank's going to hang on and come right back right after the break. Don't go anywhere. This is the Captain's America Third Watch, and it's a Friday morning, Friday, 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 and I'll be up in Brooksville tomorrow at the gun show. I'll tell you all about that when we come back. This is the Captain's America Third Watch. Did you know that Yopon is the only tea plant indigenous to the United States? Hi, I'm CJ, the owner of Emerald Coast Tea Company. 
We have a line of Yopon teas and Yopon tea blends that will open your eyes to tea that is literally made in the USA. Check out our entire line of teas at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea. He calls democracy messy, props up the Chinese Communist Party, praises Xi and his regime, known for violent oppression, invests in Chinese military companies. A defector? No. It's BlackRock CEO Larry Fink, the CEO of a major American company who's gone all in on China. Can he be more anti-American? Larry Fink, BlackRock. Taking your money, betting on China. Message paid for by Consumers Research, an independent educational 501c3 nonprofit organization. Log on to www.consumerresearch.org to learn more. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. Okay, back to Frank Salvato, undergroundusa.com, and thank you very much, Frank, for sticking around. Absolutely, anytime and always. Now, this is some major developing story, if you will. Ron DeSantis and Disney had a little tay-to-tay, and Disney lost, and there's not one unhappy person that I know of in my travels in the state of Florida because it puts Disney on an equal playing field as everybody else, number one. Number two, uh, all their people are still going to be working if Disney wants to move their, their uh, big park out of Florida and go up to Georgia, which they've kind of rumored, and maybe Alabama or maybe Tennessee or maybe South Carolina or maybe Texas, fine, have at it. But you, how long do you think that that park would stay vacant? Not very often or not very long, I bet you. Well, no. In, in, in today's Florida, there would be a land developer who would do something with that almost immediately. That's a, a local issue that uh, we know all too well is the, the developers in Florida. That's a that's a month of shows. Let right me there. mention let me mention two words that will get everybody's attention: Bush Gardens. There's a million things you could do mm-hmm. with it, but I, I'm, and and I'm again, a, and a big movie uh, uh, deal over there too. What is it? Universal Studios. But somebody yeah, would be well, in there real quick. Universal Studios isn't isn't shooting their mouths off like Disney, so of course they're not. not going anywhere. And Disney better watch out. They people are floating the ideas of Georgia, uh, South Carolina, all right to work states and all red states. They're not going to give them a tax break if they go there. Mm-hmm. It won't happen. And if they do, it'll be sunsetted, which is what it should have been in Florida. Mm-hmm. All those years, 50 years ago, they should have said, we'll give you the tax break, but it's sunset in 50 years. You know, we, it's not going to be forever. Now, Disney, you know, pretty soon their stockholders and their board of directors are going to get a little bit tired of being in the crosshairs mm-hmm. um, in the media around the world for, for what's happening. So the woke people who have risen to the, the levels of executive status, they're going to start feeling pressure. Mm-hmm. And that pressure is going to be magnified when they are subjected to all of the taxes that Disney is going to have to pay, not only to the state of Florida, but to the counties that they reside in. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when you have a business in the state of Florida, there's licensure. There are taxes for every aspect of your business. 
if you have restaurants, if you have hotels, if you have uh, retail shops, if you're producing product, if you're producing food product especially, you've got things that you've got hoops you have to jump through every year. The, the giant steaming pile of stuff that Disney stepped in by, by forcing this, you know, they're talking now about, uh, well, you know, we have to have a, a, the bonds paid off before this could happen. And we're going to court to say you can't do this. They'll pay off those bonds in a year. Yeah. If the, tax, if the taxes are levied the way it's levied against every other business in the state of Florida, mm-hmm. those bonds will be paid off pretty damn quick. And Disney's going to go, whoa, mm-hmm. that is a huge chunk of money that's coming out of our receipts that we weren't paying taxes on like every other business in the state of Florida yeah. every year. And I want to interject, so, I want to interject that the Floridians are not, not on the hook for the Disney debt. No, they are not. Nope. They're not on, and, and that's, you know, Disney's trying to spin this with their lawyers, uh, saber rattling about a lawsuit about, well, you, you can't take away our tax until our bonds are paid off. Well, pay off. Yep. Your tax, your your tax status is gone because, as far as we're concerned, you violated the contract with us. So pay off your bonds. Mm-hmm. That's your your problem, not ours. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they really thought this through before they decided. Just like all progressives and fascists do, they didn't think it through to the end because of their childish, uh, temper tantrum, mm-hmm. two year old little woke problem that they have. Mm-hmm. All right, hang on a second. We got Mary on the line. Okay, Mary. Hey, thank you. Uh, I was going to ask Frank about uh, Disney. Wasn't all that land originally swamp land bought by the CIA in the first place? And isn't there a club called Thirty Three at Disneyland uh, associated? It's kind of like with the Freemason Thirty Three, Thirty Third Degree, with the black and white floors. Okay, thank you. All right. Well, as far as swamp land, yeah, the whole thing was a swamp out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was that's why they got the special tax status because it was what back then considered useless land, wetlands. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now the EPA says it's precious land, so mm-hmm. Disney never would have been able to build out there without making sure that there was it was mitigated someplace else. You bet. So it, it never could have happened under today's EPA rules. Never. Nope. Uh, as far as the as far as the thirty three. I've heard rumors about that. I don't know if they're substantiated or not. Uh, you know, it's, Walt Disney was a, you know, an interesting character. You should read about his history a little bit. Some people want to say he was one thing. Other people want to say he was another. Uh, I don't. I don't shop in, in in rumor theory conspiracy. I just don't. You know, there's, <laughs> yeah. there's too many things out there that are nope. problematic that mm-hmm. are fact based. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, no, this when, could have never, never, ever happened today. And when you start doing that, there goes your credibility. Yeah, so I, that's that's why I, you know it's not that I don't find the the ideas interesting, but there's bigger things in the world to worry about mm-hmm. that affect us directly with some with the things that these idiots in government are doing uh, that need to be addressed and focused on. So. Okay, we got about a minute left. I'm going to focus on the president and whatever the hell it is he was trying to say yesterday about the kids. He he 
made it sound like as if the children that are out there that belong to the you know the the mother and father that uh, brought them into the world uh, are part of everybody's world. And I heard that, and I just thought to myself, I said, "What the hell is wrong with this guy?" Oh, that's not is, senility. What, if he thinks that way, that's a pervert. This is what Hillary Clinton started with. It takes a village. When when you can make the government, and and that's what Hillary Clinton was saying here. It takes a village. It takes more than just the nuclear family to raise a child. It, it takes it takes society to raise a child. It takes government to raise a child. It opens the door for what they're doing with this indoctrination all the way down to to kindergarten to preschool today. No, no, it's right for us to teach about sexuality at this age. No, no, it's right for us to talk to kindergartners about what gender they might want to choose to be. No, no, we get to pick the curriculum, not you. The parental unit doesn't have authority over what is taught in our schools. Yeah. No, no, it's not about the nuclear family. It's about what government wants it to be about. Mm-hmm. This is a continuation of that ideology. When you could make government the alpha and the omega in everybody's life, then they get to say what rights you have, what rights you don't, and what is a right, like health care or anything else. Mm -hmm. It doesn't take a, a, a village to raise a child. It takes good parents to raise a child. Well, my friend, I will talk to you on Monday morning, bright and early. It'll be an interesting weekend. Stay nice and cool up there. Hey, stay well, my friend. All right, thank you. That's our buddy Frank Salvato, UndergroundUSA.com, UndergroundUSA.com, and I'll be right back. You found it, the most listened-to radio program in the overnights, the Captain's America Third Watch with Captain Matt Bruce. Lock it in and join the Captain's Army. Please like the episode on the platform you're listening to us on, leave a comment if it lets you, and share us with your friends and family. Our influence grows when you share our podcast. And don't forget to sign up for our Substack, which comes directly to you, subverting the interference of the Internet gatekeepers and social media censors. This is going to be increasingly important moving forward given the world's trajectory. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. We'll be right back after this. I'm Judson Carroll, and I'm an herbalist. I'd like to invite you to listen to my show, the Southern Appalachian Herbs Podcast. It's available wherever you like to listen to podcasts. It's a show with a conservative Christian worldview, and it's about a lot more than just herbal medicine. It's about an independent way of life being more self-reliant, less reliant on the government, the medical industry, the pharmaceutical industry, and the supply chain. With freedom comes responsibility. Sometimes that responsibility is putting food on the table. Other times it's caring for yourself and your family with home remedies. So give it a listen. I think you'll enjoy it, and it may just save your life. 